0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at greetingspod or on Twitter at greetingscast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us here on Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And i Bobby O'Rourke. The nineties, Bobby, I was thinking of something today before I came in here. You know, people listen to the podcast they have a vision of us as we go about our days preparing for Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. We have, I think, cemented ourselves well, really is nothing, but in our minds we've cemented ourselves as the bad boys of the greeting card world. We stroll into the bodegas and convenience stores and grocery stores. What do we got? Bomber jackets. T-shirts with the Marlboro cigarettes in the pocket. Or they're in our sleeve because we got big guns. We got sunglasses on. Uh, Help me out. And uh, what else are we? We wearing. Oh, I mean, uh,
1: we have chaps. They're, they're leather pants. And no matter the heat, no matter the weather, we're in chaps. We have Crocs on with socks because sometimes, you know, you do need that support. And but that's still cool because we're comfortable enough to say, hey, we need the support in our Crocs.
0: We were going to get Levi's denim already stained with motor oil at both of our jobs at the auto shop. But, you know, Levi's are pretty expensive nowadays. And you and I are both on budgets. But Kohl's has got a great deal on denim. It's the Son- Sonoma brand. They were not able to give us blue denim though. It was more of a black denim. So it looks more like we're servers at a themed restaurant from Greece but it still is pretty badass, if you don't mind me saying.
1: They're the only ones who make pants for extra strong coccyx, and I need that, you know, in my daily life.
0: And they fit wonderfully with my codpiece that I think just works hand-in-hand with the accessories so beautifully.
1: Oh, which one? There's so many to choose from.
0: (laughs) Oh, which one am I wearing today? It's the one in emerald, garnet and emerald uh, rhinestones right in the front, and it says, Born to Strive. And it's got a dolphin, and... If you want to know more, join the OnlyFans, because you'll see it all. But people have this vision of us as the bad boys of greeting cards, thinking we we get in, we get out, we scan our phones with our wallets, we get those cards, but we don't really do that. We just take photos of them. We don't buy a damn thing, and we make our way out. But there is an ecosystem of goods provided at these stores that we go to. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you today, dear Babs, when you go into the store – to take the photos of the greeting cards. I know, because I know you, you're stopping off at another aisle in that store. So the question is, where do you gravitate to in the, let's say it's a convenience store, like a Dwayne Reed, because we mention them all the time, or a CVS. You have taken a photo of a great cat card, and you're about to leave, but there is so much more to see. Where do you gravitate to next to justify your trip to the store?
1: Well, Thank you for asking. I wanted to talk about this for as long as you've brought it up, which is about twelve seconds ago. I gravitate once I realize the shopkeep is eyeballing me because they've realized that I'm taking photos of cards and wondering what my deal is, friend. And you know what? <laughs> the way that I look and behave, you know, they're a little nervous, a little shy around. I don't some- blame them. I've us. seen
0: you. I've seen you in in your card uh, phase. Yeah, me
1: too. And I would be intimidated by me if I also saw me looking at a card and taking photos of it. So what I like to do to make them feel more comfortable is go right to the refrigerator and grab myself a nice Arnold Palmer, maybe get myself a slimmed gym. Ah. And if I'm feeling you know, like I need toiletries. Sometimes I'll grab one of those shampoos where it says not for horses, but was designed for horses. You know, I have very thick hair, thick, hard Mane and tail. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: you've got a, you got a great mane on you. I mean, honestly,
1: are you a thoroughbred? You know what? I'm a mongrel, a mixed breed, you know, they, could, they, <laughs> they can't tr- trace me and that's okay because it, sometimes I wonder, you know, all the people, it's dogs and horses where I do feel like, we say give me the most inbred horse you have that's what i want and in regards in
0: in regards to being the best quality you mean which is tough to say the word quality in regards to breeds of dogs and horses that gets a little strange in the old vocab yeah but that is kind of what it is like you said like i just need them wildly inbred they look nice but they're going to have hip problems in in five years like just unbelievable hip problems that will make them unable to do either the show work that they're doing or run in the kentucky derby which great job placing a this year, I think you know you're gonna have you'll make it to Preakness next year if you keep working hard. You never do that for a baseball player. You
1: never go to a camp or a minor league baseball team and said which baseball player has the least amount of genes and say well yeah yes
0: yeah. which which one of them is unable to chew their food because of the endless genetic mixing over and or lack of mixing over and over just the complete shallow pool of genetics. <laughs> so you're an Arnold Palmer and Slim Jim fella are we talking Arizona Arnold Palmer or is there a different brand oh
1: I like the Arizona Arnold Palmer I feel like the convenience store as we get into our 30s is one of the last pure places I could go to feel like I'm 16 again by which I mean very few people are looking at me besides the shopkeep who as I said is eyeballing and I just get the chance to indulge in some junk food and we talked a lot about our favorites here but once in a while I'll try to get you know egg and cheese on a roll but i gotta be honest i mm. haven't found one that really revs my engine i'm still looking for my corner store in my neighborhood now, and dan i'm curious what are the items that you used to get do you have a preferred bodega or do you just do you just go out and just try as many bodegas as will let you enter them sorry i said it that well way.
0: No, I as many bodegas as I can go in, go out. I'm usually in there for the cats. That's the reason why I, I will go to any mm. one of the stores in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There is a, a liquor apothecary near me that I will not frequent for the actual spirits because of their price is not fantastic, but I will frequent to hang out with their kitty cat that I named bathtub because I did not know its name and cats cannot tell me because they are cats. But I learned that the cat's name was Hennessy. However... I still, to this day, would like to call it bathtub because that's a very fun name.
1: Hennessy bathtub doesn't actually work all that poorly. You know, you can imagine those two existing in the same universe.
0: It's what I always told myself the first thing I would do when I win the lottery. If I if I did make the Mega Millions, which I think this time around was close to $1.5 and I admit I bought a, one ticket just to give it Me the too. old college yeah, track. I, yeah, there you go. You know,
1: once in a while, I know some people have said, as one person I know, stated it's a tax on poor people but once in a while i throw in 10 bucks a couple numbers and try my luck i haven't seen the ticket, so if i win i will of course announce it first on this podcast along with my address and where you can find the ticket you know in my home and
0: you'll also hold up your for the live feed you'll hold up your social security number alongside today's newspaper Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then maddie holding up a sign in the back going this is bobby i swear please don't show up What is your threshold, though, for getting a lottery ticket? Because I feel like for me nowadays, because the number can go so high, when it gets to like 700 million, I'm talking specifically about the Mega Millions, that's when I will go and get myself a ticket. Anything under that? And it's like, well, now you're just playing the lottery on the reg. But it's like if it gets super high, because it reminds me of the New York lottery. I don't know if it's still their motto, their slogan, but their old slogan was the New York lottery. Hey, you never know. And you know... (laughs) I think, I think that is still the slogan yes you, you know what you're fucking right well you, you're you right you don't never know i have a good idea based on statistics but sure i guess i don't know but I, that um, is
1: the, the the slogan sounds so romantic but it really should be you have a better chance of getting eaten by a shark while being struck by lightning but
0: why not yeah, give it a chance you have a better chance of getting eaten by both a shark and a pig at the same time than you do winning the lottery. <laughs> And they're both winning the lottery as they eat you. That's how
1: little of a chance you have.
0: I had a neighbor who lived next to us for the majority of my childhood. He got struck by lightning twice. And he never won the lottery. Just to give you an idea of the ideas of what can happen in your life. To answer your question from earlier, what do I usually get when I'm at the bodega or at the convenience store? I will immediately go to check two things. One, what's the new Mountain Dew flavors? Because Mm. that is... My childhood, because I'm with you, that is sort of the last bastion of the youthful, reckless abandon of Putting your poison health. into your body. <laughs> putting Yeah, putting chemicals and poison in your body that will come out in disastrous ways, just to put it very bluntly. So I will do that with Mountain Dew. I won't buy them, though, because nowadays a single Mountain Dew is like six days worth of sugar, and I don't want to lose that many days of my life. And that's what will happen if I consume it. But I like to know what the flavors are for the young kids anymore because now it's like watermelon mayhem or something. And then, you were a Code
1: Red boy, I believe, when you were younger. Were you a Code Red? I
0: friend? I actually was more of a regular flavor or a Live Wire. I wasn't a huge Code Red guy. Everyone around me liked Code Red, and I was always like, "This is this is like if I took a bunch of cherry flavored Tootsie Pops and melted them down and then put carbonation in them." I, I wasn't agree. a it, massive fan of it. It
1: wasn't my favorite either. I was actually more always have been more of a Coca Cola Pepsi guy than a Mountain Dew person. But I do admit oh, the okay. flavors were quite vibrant and fun to look at. But Code Red didn't yeah. really rev my engine either. That's That's the second time I've said that, and there's going to be plenty more as we go on with the episode.
0: Your engine needs Revan. I mean, that's just how it is. You know, put put Coca-Cola in that where in the area where it needs motor oil, and and check your dipstick. And that's the Bobby. That's the Ford Bobby right there. And that's how you run the 2023 Toyota Bobby. I. Loved Mountain Dew. My flavors, though, were Baja Blast, naturally, mm. and he got to hit Taco Bell for it. And then Pitch Black, which was their grape flavor that had like 64 grams of sugar and like uh, half a serving in a bottle. It was oh. it was the one that will shorten your lifespan of your pancreas. It was I don't even know if they really sell it anymore. I think those days are over.
1: It made your gums but, loose, not your teeth. Your gums.
0: Yes. Your gums, your teeth stuck in just fine. It was your gums falling in all around it. It was it was like if you had nailed chiclets to your jaw. Gross. But I will do that. And then the other thing I will go for is I will go for a bag of Cheetos. I'm not going to lie to you. I mm, do enjoy Cheetos quite choice. a lot. Specifically if they have jalapeno flavored Cheetos, which that is, a, that is a favorite of mine. And I will consume that potentially with another herbal substance for chance of the evening mm. where it's legal Yes, but that is a fine combo and I'll, I'll look at those I also like seeing if there is any new weird chip flavors because there used to be a time I think when Lay's was doing those online contests to have like you know sriracha chicken flavored Lay's chips or do you remember when they were doing that for a bit? oh yeah and they'd
1: be like melancholy twist and you wouldn't really know exactly <laughs> what the flavor was meant yeah. to be but try. garlic
0: depression <laughs> A- Sad- sadness and kimchi <laughs> which is the name of my soap opera i'm starting but yeah they would have like those insane flavors that the internet they apparently went on <laughs> i'm guessing facebook and said vote for your favorite lays flavor and it's like don't give the internet power to vote on stuff that's the that worst was before we knew
1: you can't just throw that open to the people they're monsters you can't can't give them that much power i'm sure
0: hope those days are over where we don't we no longer use the internet as a means to get people's opinions on things <laughs> Is a bad idea to start.
1: Bad idea now
0: will be a bad idea in the future. May it never be a good idea for us to ever trust the internet for any of those things. But mm. it's nice to know because I'm trying to think if I, besides foodstuffs, because you mentioned you'll get like a fine main tail. I will see if the price of certain facial cleansers are better at the convenience store than there are at others because if I got to cleanse the face with some acne-reducing stuff, I'll see if it's any better at convenience stores versus my local grocer. Yeah,
1: I'm not versed enough in... I should say most of the time when I go to convenience stores, like I said, I haven't found a bodega that's really mine, which I'm still looking for. So when I walk into your more well-stocked apothecaries, I'm always never quite savvy enough to understand what is the difference between the brand name bottles and the ones that the store provides. They often just say very good face wash and the inside is the <laughs> ingredients, but there's nothing below it.
0: Decent face
1: wash. <laughs> So I've never really known, and when I'm going in for a card, too, often the card is almost the afterthought. I will go in knowing I'll do harm to my body by buying a Slim Jim and a pack of plantains doused in syrup, but then I'll see the card rack and think, oh... I've done this the wrong way. I should have come in for this and then justified what I'm about to do to myself rather than the other way around.
0: I will do that. I will say to myself, you are only in here once a week. You've gotten your card and now it's time for a treat. I've said it as if I've done any work. And I said, now it's time to treat yourself. And then I will then pretty soon afterwards purchase me pork rinds or I will treat myself to sour cream and onion chips. Just something terrible for my body. Find out what seasonal candy is in and go, well, I haven't had milk chocolate caramel stuffed hearts by Russell Stover before and I know Russell Stover is not a good candy but I am here and I do have 75 cents
1: so the sour cream and onion chips are not that big a sin you can get away with those those are those are perfectly reasonable snacks to have in the house it's not As you said, the Russell Stover sometimes are just shoving chocolate eggs into a larger chocolate egg and just find the one in the center and then
0: realize what you've done. (laughs) Just Russian-dolling a bunch of chocolate eggs and being like, I don't know, we're out of ideas. You'll buy them. But what you might not buy is how much fun our greeting card is this week. Bobby, would you like to have a look at it? I sure would. I'm going to open it up right now. And as Bobby is opening up that greeting card, I will remind our listeners that if you're interested in following along with all the glory of our card this week, be sure to follow us at GreetingsPod on Instagram and at GreetingsCast on Twitter, where we will post it for your enjoyment, provided that you are not working any heavy machinery or dealing with a child that needs to be fed. Either of those things, go ahead and look at the card another time, weirdo. (laughs) <laughs> uh I've opened
1: the cart okay and Man, what a festive opening, I have to say. Dan, shall I describe it to the people who aren't looking because they're driving or doing something more important than listening to us?
0: I mean, one of us has to do it, and I'm currently signing up for the Universal Life Church. So. Okay,
1: well, good luck with that. I heard the application does require you to list your three biggest fears, but then also your three greatest hopes. And they can't, they I'm sorry, they have to be the same. That's what I meant to say. They have to be the same hopes and fears at the same time.
0: I'm just writing the lyrics to Black Velvet, that song about Elvis Presley, and hoping that goes through. Black velvet and that little boy's smile. Oh, we're going to get copyright stroke on this one. How
1: many of these photos do not contain traffic lights, and it's in none of them, but you're too afraid to click none, so you just stay there forever?
0: How many of these photos contain Steve Martin in the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? And it's just all John Candy. (laughs) The AI can't win. The AI AI knows not John Candy. (laughs) I am
1: looking, Dan, at a really... Fun and delightful taco, and I could have phrased that in any other way but that's what's happening i think you did a
0: damn good job okay
1: well that's that's what it is for the listener it's it's a drawing a pretty good one it has sort of a hungry hungry caterpillar style rendition of a taco that the yeah yeah and it's it looks good it's got a lovely crisp shell dotted with the normal little brown spots that come on your regular uh, hard shell near the bottom they've got a bunch of brown dots look like paint dubs to indicate the meat or the bean filling and little squares for chopped tomatoes there's little yellow lines for cheese there's lettuce darker there's guacamole a lot of guacamole on this taco i have to say i enjoy guacamole but i would venture to say this might be too much guacamole you don't
0: think that's lettuce
1: i think the darker striped blotches are lettuce that's what that's what says lettuce to me because they're they're discreet but it looks like there's just a big big old rainbow of guacamole on there. And I'm not against guacamole on any level, but that seems like a lot.
0: There are relatively large globules of guacamole on here. Yeah. You're right. It's not fairly, not fairly placed.
1: But I, you are also kind of holding it. I can see the bottom of your hand. You're kind of holding it as you would a taco, which is thumb on the other side, you know, to maintain some sense of normality and, or excuse me, not normality, balance. That's what I meant to say. Not normality. <laughs> Tacos are always normal.
0: Well, I will say the reasoning behind my bringing this particular card to the fore today is in order order to return to a sort of normality to be honest because i feel like last week's card shook us in such a deep instinctual manner that it's i've gotten the most
1: calls about that card ever i got one and a half people's reached out to me and one was an (laughs) one was an accident but but the other one was a person very concerned that
0: we had to go through that oh well i'm glad they called us up and checked on us that or were they calling to complain because either one would have been valid it was a
1: bit of both they were saying i hope you're doing okay but shame on you for having Put everyone else through that too. You opened the box. We we basically Hellraisered people. You said you didn't have to open this box and definitely did, and we didn't ask you to do that.
0: Okay, you get to be pinhead, and I want to be the fat one with no eyes. I believe his name is Butterball. We'd have to check. Is that that Butterball? I forgot how much you
1: know about Hellraiser. It's it's a a bit more than your average bear.
0: You know more than most bears about (laughs) Hellraiser. Yeah, we brought we put you guys through it because we had to go through it, and that's how this goes. This is a what's the word for it? Not symbiotic, but a palate cleanser. No, what's it called when you have a bad relationship with someone and force them to deal with the same stuff you do? Oh. (laughs) Like bad situations? I was going to say parasitic, but that's not quite what you mean. There's a codependency going on here. Mm, Let's say it is that. If we have to go through it, you have to to go through it, too. A toxic Yeah, toxic. If we're going to go to the many gates of greeting card hell, we're dragging you with us by hook or by crook. So, But in that way, I felt like we owed you, the audience, something... That's a little bit more of a palate cleanser, a return to basics, but something that also we can really sink our teeth into metaphorically and literally speaking, because oh. who's, oh, taco fans here. And <laughs> yeah, you have any I, taco I fans was in the house. Raise your tacos. Are there any taco fans in the house? All right. Keep your hands down. We've got law enforcement in today and they will they will raid. They will raid the place. So, yeah, you know, no noises off on Broadway. Noises off. And I I loved a lot of things about this card. It's got a simplicity to it, but at the same time, a bright excitement. That is a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: it's very colorful. I like it. It's actually got a really good cartoon rendition of a taco, and it feels joyful. I haven't opened it up yet, and I haven't even read the text yet, but but just uh, my eye was caught by... I'm getting a little hungry just looking at it, which is, I think, a very good sign for what this card bodes.
0: I agree. It is a very appetizing looking card. And while that point of the card was not necessarily to sell us a taco, I think this would have been a fantastic advertisement for it. I don't know what the red squigglies are. Do you think those are like tortilla crunchies that someone might put on top of a taco?
1: Oh, maybe, or some kind of salsa. I know salsa's a little Mm, hard to render because it is sauce, so that one's a little more difficult. But I thought, when I make a taco, actually, this is an interesting subject. What Dan, what is your taco how do you make yours? start from the bottom up and and fill up about 19 minutes because i am tired you
0: should see his eyes they're glazed over already he is just just don't don't pull out he's just pulling out the bible and going through verses ezekiel 15 1 just reading it before bed with a hot mug of, of bitter bark thank you so much for asking i'm glad somebody asked me about my taco technique naturally i like a hard shell normally i mm-hmm. enjoy me a hard shell taco The bottom will be either a well-seasoned chicken thigh, kind of cut up in long strips, or I'm down for ground beef, taco-seasoned ground beef. Mm -hmm. And if I'm doing them at home, I'm going to do really like the um, American-style taco with hard shell, beef or chicken on the bottom. I like to do cheese on top of that because I like the cheese to melt a little bit. So because putting it on top of the rest of the condiments doesn't make a lot of sense because it kind of just drapes right off. Also- for our listeners at home, and for Bobby, if he doesn't know, because I don't know if we've ever had our cheese conversation, grate your own cheese. Don't get the pre shredded stuff. It contains ingredients that stops it from melting. And what's the fucking point of that? So your. Is that your... true? Wow, that's it this does is vital yeah, information it
1: doesn't, for everyday life. All that. It doesn't
0: melt as well. Like if you put it in the microwave for two minutes, it will melt. But like if you are just putting it on top of a hot protein, it will not melt as quickly and you want sort of that melty goodness of the cheese. So you get a a sharp cheddar. I'll even go out of my way and get, like, sharp New York-style cheddar. Mm. This is, by the way, not at all in a correct artisanal, like, accurate taco. These are just straight-up American No, these are
1: Americanized, bastardized. We we have taken what we liked and left the rest of it behind tacos. I'm
0: basically making what I want at Taco Bell, but I don't want to go to Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Romaine lettuce on the top, obviously. And then my hot sauce of choice is probably either... Tapatio in this scenario, mm. or Valentino. Those are both the good hot sauces, I think, for this scenario. Oh, you
1: like Valentino. That's an interesting choice.
0: I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I used to be – that was a big one with my family. We did it on eggs a lot and breakfast, and I think it goes great with the taco. I'm not going to lie. It's got a smoke, a mesquiteness to it, a smoky mesquiteness mm. that is delightful.
1: And I, I love hot sauce because I used mm. to put hot sauce – still do, but I put it literally on everything. I know the commercial is I put that – s bleep 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 on everything but i would put it on eggs pizza tacos ravioli you know i i used to eat it on everything and
0: i've gotten to that and even before i remembered to put red pepper in my red sauce when i made it i would put hot sauce in it which is that's a college thing i did and is nowadays i have learned to do otherwise but that was absolutely what i did and i'm a big fan of what's the one from Louisiana, I can't remember the name. I have it in my. Oh, I think it's
1: called Louisiana Hot. I believe that's.
0: Is it called it, Louisiana Hot? Sauce? There's one okay. I used to
1: have as a kid called Louisiana Hot. I'm. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not yeah, the yeah, only yeah. One from. There.
0: I have that one. Oh, I've also used Crystal before. So Louisiana Hot Sauce and Crystal, both mm. are very tasty. Yeah. So how do you create a taco though? Does it stray too far from my recipe? But but how does Bobby perfect his?
1: So I culturally appropriate in a different way, and I'd be glad to tell you how. Uh, I wish you would. I I start bastardize with...
0: your taco in your own image.
1: All right, here we go. I I start with a soft shell. I have nothing against hard mm-hmm. shell, but I find the way that I dig into my taco, I it crumbles more easily. So I don't have yeah. the control over the taco with a hard shell as I do mm-hmm. with a soft shell. And I can actually, do that. I learned from my wife that. It's really quite useful to make your guacamole and then spread it on the soft shell as your first layer because then in every Mm. bite you get a little guacamole, and that is Mm. a real nice thing that I have enjoyed so far. Mm. And then after that, we do rice, uh, Spanish rice uh, near east.
0: I do like Spanish rice, but I always thought of that as sort of a side dish. It's interesting. You put it in the taco.
1: Yeah, we like it all. We make make oversized. Tacos to the point where you can't really close them, and you kind of have to suck the innards <laughs> out. You know, like you're getting marrow from a bone, and then you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just
0: there. gotta you gotta slush out the condiments with with your mouth. <laughs> right, was <laughs> uh, a and, fun sentence to have said. And now we can't take it back. It's out there. No, it'll be the name of the episode probably. Slush <laughs> out with your mouth. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, great. I like when we figure it out, as opposed to it being just the best joke we said. Yeah, this is the content people want to
1: know what happens behind the curtain, and we're giving them a real sneak peek.
0: Behind the Candelabra, uh, also a made-for-TV movie or something about Liberace. (laughs) And we'll do beans
1: or beef, depending on what we're feeling that day. Beans partially for the environment, partially because they cost much, much less than beef. Yes, absolutely. And we'll go for chopped tomato. I'll do Cheese. I'll do sour cream, lettuce, olives. Actually, olives are very popular. And Mm. normally, we'll actually throw a little taco sauce on lettuce. And for my hot sauce of choice, I got to say... I enjoy Cholula or Frank's Red Hot. I really like Frank's Red Hot. That's my I do like hot sauce I right do there.
0: like Cholula. I will say Frank's Red Hot, for me, is applicable in a lot of recipes. It's not my favorite for Tex-Mex or Mex-American cuisine, and not Mexican cuisine, really. But I do I do enjoy Cholula quite a lot. Their, their I don't know if they call it mesquite or, like, smoky sauce, or their mm-hmm. verde sauce is delightful. I really like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, their, their green sauce, the verde. Thank you for using that. <laughs> the simple Spanish word for the sauce, and I said, no, it's green.
0: I just figured, you know, I know you could call it green sauce, and maybe I'm the one putting on airs by saying, oh, it's verde sauce. So, or so, But I think that's literally what it says on the front, so I'm just going by the name I saw on the list. You
1: were just trying to do your best, and I said, no, we're
0: going to say no, it my way. It's green. It's the sauce that's green. Come on, man. Do it. I Yours is a little bit more complex than mine. I feel like I have to go back and explain my simplicity. For me, guacamole was always, I like it in a taco, but more often than not, I kind of prefer it as a dip. So mm-hmm. that's kind of why I avoid putting it in there. Now, beans I missed. I actually made a string of burritos for work this next week. And I used like fajita style vegetables, like red peppers, green bell peppers, and onions. Mm-hmm. And I put stewed black beans in there. I make Cuban style beans with the vinegar and oregano and all that stuff. And then I kind of put it all together. And it's funny because I did make one of those burritos for myself for Dinner that night, but I did not fold it correctly because I was like, "I'm just gonna eat the food pile," and it's absolutely what I did. Like using the burrito or the tortilla as sort of an angry like claw to get at the food, and it was just I was hunched over while also cooking the other burritos, going, "Ah, mine!" Hey, it that's just- right
1: up there with the invention of the sandwich. It's my fingers are too greasy to play cards. Why don't I just put my <laughs> bread in between my fingers, and that's how I'll grab the meat?
0: I what I love about that story, whether it be hipo- uh, apocryphal or true, is. The idea of an Earl not having another way to get protein and vegetables in their body except with their bare hands right up there. I'm pretty sure when the Earl of Sandwich was alive, they had forks. And it just strikes me as why couldn't you have just eaten your food with a fork? Because he's not a Protestant or Catholic, whichever one they were mad at at the time. <laughs> I would say probably at the time, probably mad at the Catholics. They were like, well, they're not some they're, they're not some filthy papists. They don't use a spear to chuck their food into their gaping malls while they give the rest of it to Rome or whatever the hell. And in that way, you do not have to do that with tacos because there's a lovely carb ship that we go ahead and fill it with and then it goes into the vessel of our mouths <laughs> <A> <laughs> thank you tacos ship <laughs> love the hop on board the lovely carb ship toot toot and hm the hms carb ship will never sink
1: <laughs> i haven't even gotten to the meat so to speak of the card the carne of the card.
0: You mean the, the inside carne of the card? Did you say I just want to well, say real quick. Before, mm? Oh, go
1: ahead. Yes, please do. No, this is your day. I haven't read even what the outside shell and guacamole says, which is just the numeral 16 written in taco sauce. And then below mm-hmm. that, the text, taco about awesome. Now, for those of you who might remember from our episode with Gabby and Andrew, sometimes comedy acts as such where you use one word to simulate the sound of another word. But in fact, mm. it's a pun. And in this case, mm. it seems mm. like the word taco about Mm. is meant to be talk about discuss
0: bobby you're telling me that instead of using the word talk t-a-l-k about a-b-o-u-t awesome not going to spell because i'm running long here on the joke (laughs) They instead wrote taco like the food apostrophe bout b-o-u-t awesome and in that way it sounds like they're saying talk but they're t- saying talk about awesome, but they're saying taco about o- taco about awesome is what you're saying to me with your mouth vessel.
1: This hasn't been peer reviewed yet. And granted, when I try to give a symposium, there were just old professors getting up from their chairs going, no, he's crazy. And then one said, let him speak. And then said, it'll never work. They're all holding. Work, damn it.
0: They're all petting their furry cats and holding up their dissertations that they wrote 70 years ago. They're like, I want to talk about my one about pitas. Can they work? Less tzatziki? Let's find out. The. This is a good pun. I'm not going to lie. We've seen some bad ones. We've seen some real goobers. This one is solid. Taco about awesome. That really works well. It rolls because a lot of my thing is when you get a pun that rolls so well off the tongue, like taco about awesome, that deserves a spotlight. You can feel how you feel about puns and if they deserve to be on the firing squad or if they deserve to get the key to the city. But you can't argue when one is done well. And in this case, I feel like this one's a blue ribbon pun out of all of them. And 16, you
1: know, you're discovering yourself, you're discovering others and what better fuel for your body than a taco. And I, I am thinking this is a sweet 16 card, which is also a nice message to say, Hey, look, your body is changing, but you still need your nutrients and it's okay to enjoy yourself. So, you know, 16, have a taco. Your life is you're
0: going up, kid. Like There's nothing yeah. there's nothing
1: worse for you. Come on, enjoy yourself. Have a taco. <laughs> Talk about awesome.
0: You're doing about as good as you're ever going to do. So go ahead, <laughs> enjoy yourself. I don't want to tell you this, but this might be as good as it gets. I don't have to you, phrase it that way, but it might be true. Congrats. You've absolutely peaked. So listen up, my dude. Grab yourself a taco. It's got all the vegetables you need. It's got protein, whether that be from beans, meat. Satan, however you're rocking it my man you're getting your cheese in there and don't worry about the future because it's grim but the point is here's a taco because what do teens love tacos how many do they like that's none of my business point is because they make boxes of them now but you just you go and you get yourself a taco and realize you're doing as well as expected any less than this and we'll talk but just stay on this course and we'll we'll see how you do i like
1: body and mind positive cards and this one is both it's saying you're young You're having a good time. You have people who care about you. You're awesome. Enjoy the appetites you have been blessed with
0: we all love tacos and you should enjoy yours because you're at that fun age too where you can eat like a billion of them and they won't do anything to you so go ahead and enjoy that food immunity because there will be times where you'll be like if i even look at a taco i am going to have to be in my own little separate cubicle space to just try to emerge out of the gross chrysalis i'm in for three or four days so you enjoy them now at 16
1: you're gonna have your handful of arnold palmers and slim jims looking at tacos beneath a glass and thinking i don't want to carry this also but i i'm gonna do it and it's not gonna feel as good as it is when you're 16. No,
0: you'll be carrying jalapeno cheetos with you very guiltily in your backpack even though you're an adult with money and you can do whatever you want it's nothing that bad you didn't you you didn't buy like a rhino horn you just bought cheetos but it feels like a rhino horn and then you're gonna walk by a taco bell and you're gonna see that you have ten dollars and that buys a lot of tacos in taco bell world but you say to yourself no no i can't but at 16 that's all you can do That's probably the best part of being that age, because you don't have any other rights. So go on ahead and take advantage. Flex yourself. Stretch yourself. I also like that uh, in the font, it feels like we're at a Chi-Chi's or at a Chevy's, Fresh Max. Yeah, this is delightful.
1: Everything about this speaks of fun.
0: It's a cheerful card. It's a cheerful taco card. Enjoying your Mexican-American dinner.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) I'm going to move on to the second page.
0: Oh, okay. So, oh, so this is great.
1: It opens as if it was a soft shell taco, too, or or like a Nokia flip phone from
0: 2006, which just brings back good memories clunky nokia flip phone one that if a nokia flip phone was invented in 1992 yes (laughs) that it's that size
1: so on one half of the shell you have sort of a wallpaper-ish pattern of red white and yellow and a bunch of diamonds and it's not exactly what a taco looks like the inside but i'm willing to take some artistic license here it's very pleasurable to look at and then the bottom half is white background and there's a tiny bowl of guacamole and a chip inside again most tacos don't have within them a smaller bowl full of guacamole a porcelain one but I'm willing to take artistic license and then the mm. text reads in fairly small red font hope your 16th birthday totally guax." Uh-huh. uh huh they yeah. did it again they did it again and I will say it's not as good as the first one but it's serviceable I'll
0: take it it really isn't because <laughs> end of a- scene End scene, all done, and cut. What makes a pun strong is its connection to the lettering of the word it's originating from. So talk about, taco about. Taco sounds a lot like talk. It. and I I did with my very own, I, no one helped me. What works in there is how much they sound like each other. Rocks and guacks, ha, that's a bit of a stretch. I feel like there were a couple words we could have thought of other than rocks, I don't. I can't think of them right now because I'm in podcast mode and not pun mode. But and those and never the twain shall meet. But yeah, no one scenario, turned
1: you due northeast. That's the way you have to face
0: in order to get into pun mode. And right now, I think I am currently southwest, which is just that's that's where I have to stay. That's the mecca of podcasting is southwest. <laughs> but the yeah, it just it does. I don't think it fits as well. It's a little bit clunkier than Taco about. It's still fun, I will say. It's not a big what's the word i'm looking for shift in my feeling about no, the card and t- tone no totally
1: it's very similar totally it's okay
0: yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't shift the tone too bad it is not it is not so egregious of a misstep i guess is what i'm trying to say but it no, is definitely there's been a drop in quality with the pun here i will say what propels it back into a pretty decent grade is the fun animation on top with all of the diamonds. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That makes it feel like a Bossa Nova sixties designed Taco Bell. Like I want to know where that one is. I thinking outside the bun cards by Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: and I have to admit to being a little bit of a hypocrite because I have said to multiple people on more than one occasion when we're making tacos and I'm in charge of the guacamole, let's guac and roll. No, I know what you're thinking, now. listener. That's awesome. That's so good. It's so good, and you're I, so cool, Bobby. I know, I know, and I know what you're thinking. You're so I, hip. You're saying this is basically the same thing, but here's the difference. Uh huh. The one we like
0: is the one I said. That's true. Guac and roll is funny. This one, not as funny, because. Totally guaks, you end with it. So you're stuck in the mindset of what guaks mean. It's kind of like a cliffhanger, and you're stuck thinking about where we are with that. Whereas guac and roll, you ended with roll, so that's all I think about and I go, Well, that worked because you you tied it up in a nice little bow. And so that I think is a far better phrasing. Now, if I was your wife, I would have to seriously question how often I would let you be in charge of guacamole taco night if every time you say let's squawk and roll. Is that is that an unfortunate epidemic in your household?
1: Causes some friction. I won't lie. I've spent a night or two on the couch because she has said I am asking you as the person you've chosen to spend your life with.
0: Stop saying this. And I mean, I, I almost it. want to cause friction in this podcast. That's how I felt about when you said it is like, I, just, I don't want to hear that again. Yeah. I'm not a good listener. No, but you are a fine man every other way, including a great listener, which is kind of ironic. Cause we just said you weren't what good point. This <laughs> is overall. I chose this card because it fails to not bring joy anyway. I mean, it really, mm. it's shaped like a taco. It's, it's fun to open. It's got great animations. It's got, fun designs with the diamonds it's got double puns overall i think it's a a real blue ribbon card i really do think it's got a lot to offer on the menu of greeting cards and three of these in a snack case with a tall baja blast at three in the morning well that's just a fine meal for me
1: you know Nietzsche once said, and you have to listen to the rest of this. You can't turn off the podcast. Here we go again. Nietzsche once said that Christianity promises everything and delivers nothing. Buddhism promises little and delivers a lot. And I feel like if we're going to use that as the guide, this is the Buddhism of cards. Because the other card we did last week, may we never say its name again, spit on its grave, etc., was leading you towards something akin to an amorphous blob of what comedy used to be. It gave you sort of a Frankenstein's monster of, I thought I knew I was putting a soul into something, but I just created a shell. And it promised so much and delivered nothing. This one gives you two small puns. It just promises you light and sound, and you end up getting more joy out of this than you'd ever think. So I'm very into this, and I think it, does what it's supposed to do and after last week that is such a palate cleanser to <laughs> just stick a white towel in my mouth and clean off my tongue and say great I'm going back in and to get something like this
0: and that was Bobby's Nietzsche Corner that was Bobby's Nietzsche Corner that was Bobby's Nietzsche Corner nihilism is great boop boop for OnlyFans whereas the card last week was an unfortunate rancid appetizer that you immediately send away and go I, I if this is a cheesesteak egg roll you've done a bad job of of it and I need you to take it away from me. This is now a fantastic taco entree. You've gotten four tacos of your design, however you like it. Maybe you prefer seitan, maybe you prefer lingua, whatever you like, you got yours and here it is. And overall it just gives you a good feeling because tacos tend to do that. If you like tacos, if you don't, our apologies ahead of time. But
1: yeah, we didn't even discuss if you don't like tacos, what a misfire this is
0: going to be. This yes. one, it, this is a gamble. This episode's not for you then. And we totally understand we got you to minute 43 and we apologize for that. But I am going to continue on and say that this, yeah, if I was a 16 year old, this would be, uh, and I never was, but if I ever was, this would be a great card for me. It's shaped differently it's very much so unconventional shape as it is shaped like a taco it has so much brightness and energy and it really is just like a simple message but wrapped up in puns so you can't help but roll your eyes at it but also be like yeah this person loves me and is wishing me a great day and doing it in one of my favorite Mexican American cuisine products with all of my favorite condiments smushed in. And you know what, even if those condiments all sh- like gush out at the at the end of the taco, you still got a lot to enjoy and eat there and it's all better when it's a pile anyways. It's like a casserole except it's all an involuntary casserole. It's a casserole with a fun attitude. Bobby, if you had to put this card on the fridge, where on the fridge would it be? I got to say it's it's going to be up there
1: because to use, you know, some of the parlance of our day, this is a radical card it's uh chad muska of a card you know for those of you who played pony talks no skaters you weren't allowed to play as a skater Uh, this card has riz (laughs)
0: i'm just gonna say that now as a 31 year old and get it out of the way don't know what it means i know what it means but i shouldn't say it i know i shouldn't say it so don't get at me about that (laughs) i'll say it once and i won't say it again (laughs) and only once only once only fans (laughs) only fans only once
1: (laughs) smack dab in the middle that's where i'm putting this card i think it delivers what it promises it's simple it's effective it's not gonna blow the mind of anyone but if you're 16 you're having a good chili's birthday if you get this card from your friends so yeah smack dab in the middle of the fridge and i mean that
0: with with honor absolutely it's right in the middle so you can see it yes for me this card goes Top of the freezer, above everything else. I want it, its shape is unconventional but interesting, and I think it would be a crowning piece above all the other cards on the fridge as a fine accoutrement in its style. It will be the top of the tree of the celebratory, it, it's it's basically the star of the celebratory tree of the mm-hmm. fridge for our greeting cards because I'm at Chili's with my friend, 16 years old. They all pulled together to get me the... They don't call it a blooming onion over there. They call it a.
1: Awesome Blossom. They call, believe, thank
0: you. Bloom. Yes. They call it. I We got an awesome blossom. I'm getting the fajita wrap. I can't get a Presidente margarita yet, but one day I'll be old enough to get one of those. And there's Sometimes just. Sometimes
1: your mom lets you lick the salt off the rim, and that, that looks weird, but feels good.
0: It feels good. Sometimes she lets me take one of the ice cubes because she gets it on the rocks and lets me suck on it, like as if I have like a welt on my tongue or something like that. So I can taste a little bit of the triple sec, and I say to myself, I'll be an adult soon. And you know what's going to help me is knowing how awesome I am. Taco about awesome. My friends, my family, and being 16 years old. Most most of the things about it suck, but for this fleeting moment, it feels pretty great. Yeah. I wish we could have just stopped the show right there. That (laughs) would have been fine. If we didn't have to do all the bullshit we do at the end, which is saying things like, you know what also feels pretty great? Doing this with you, Bobby. So thank you for joining oh. me again for another week here. And if you would like to talk about awesome, meaning talk about how great we are, we wish you guys would, of course, follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod and at Twitter at GreetingsCast. Please write a review for us on Apple Podcasts. That makes a hell of a difference of whether or not we're doing a good job or for sucking. This could suck. Tell us if it is. We'll make differences. We will entertain you. We promise we will do better.
1: The ding-dongs drive us. You people are the real heroes. You and the firefighters and possibly the pilots, depending on how well they're
0: doing. If we had to put them on a list, I would say ding-dongs, then firefighters, then pilots, then probably the people who make tacos at Taco Bell late at night, right? That's the that's the that's till 2 a.m. or later.
1: Oh, yeah. Those people are just doing the Lord's work.
0: Well, Bobby, that Chevy's Fresh Mex reservation for two is getting a little cold. So well, not going to miss ski- itself. Yeah, it's not going to miss itself. We're gonna go get some margaritas Bye Bye